Welcome to the 5QS Podcast, a show that gives listeners a peek into the world of some of India's most fascinating individuals. In a country where cricket is somewhat like a religion to many of us, a small kid from the city of Pune comes up to his dad and says that he wants to pursue a career in the sport of tennis. And from that day, this guy starts crafting his own life. With so much of dedication and zeal to win, he bags his ticket for road to Wimbledon camp. And not only this, he becomes the only Indian to win both singles and double title at such a prestigious champion. He has represented India in Davis Cup. He has incredible rankings. That is number one in all age group, under 12, 14, 16 and 18. He ranks number one in Asia for under 18 group. But his hunger to be the best doesn't stop here. He has won gold medal at Commonwealth Youth Games and also he is the only Indian to play for number one college team. Let me present you the man himself, Siddhant Bhantia. It is so great to have you, man. Thank you, yes. Thank you for having me. I think the pleasure is all mine. You, you can add to the introduction that I gave you. If I no, no. I think, I think you're spot on with that. I think... Okay, great, great. So to all the listeners, please stay tuned. Some exciting stories coming on your way. First thing that I'm going to ask you, Siddhan. Childhood brings with a lot of instances that prove to be milestone to many. Tell us about your childhood. Was there a turning point that Yeah, I mean, you? I mean, me as a child was always into outdoor activities, always was a big fan of sports. Um, so my childhood was never into cartoons or never into indoor activities. So I think that was something that came natural to me. Um, and as a child, I always loved playing and watching sports of all sorts. Um, so I was following every kind of sports back then. Initially started with cricket. Okay. Uh, till the age of 10 and there was some rules in the state which brought a change and which brought a halt in that game. So the only sport which was available in the neighborhood was something my dad played in the society which was tennis. Um, so I picked up the tennis racket at the age of 9 um, and since then never looked back. And I think the biggest turning point in my career was the first tournament I just played for fun and eventually happened to win that. And to look at trophies and medals at such a young young age uh, gave me the motivation and inspiration to you know move forward with the sport. So I think um, the turning point of choosing a sport or choosing um, sport as a profession came when I was nine. So uh, what was your family's reaction to this? Yeah, I mean, look, my family's always supported me. I think I've been very lucky with that. Uh, touch wood, I've, you know, they've always given me the freedom to choose and do whatever I want. Um, and go with my goals and my ambitions. Uh, so in that case, my family has been very helpful with me. Uh, having said that, also guided me uh, through the path. Um, they both are very big sports lovers as well. They follow tennis incredibly. So I think that helps as parents because um, all three of us are involved into sports. We know what direction we want to go to. And if all three of us are on the same page, I think it gives a incredible freedom and movement to all of us. And it's guidance all the way. So I'm very happy to have that uh, those kind of parents yeah I, I've known your family for like years and I know how important it is that you kind of have that sort of environment and that sort of freedom to you know choose and that supportiveness from yeah for sure I mean members. you've seen it and you know uh, people in my families uh, have known it yeah so what do you think was the biggest challenge of your career and how did you get through it? look I think 
playing tennis is an individual sport and there comes numerous challenges along the way it's it's hard to pick at one but i think the biggest challenge till now came uh, a couple times one when i was 14 and was about to go to my first international tournament as you mentioned earlier the road to wimbledon i think the, the first biggest hurdle came back then right. Uh, yeah. when right before the tournament the first it was the first time any indian was allowed to go to wimbledon and as a tennis player you want to play there you want to compete there you want to win there uh and just before the tournament i uh, i suffered a shoulder injury um and with that i went to uh, a couple doctors who suggested surgery at that point which would have meant uh, one year out or you know one and a half years out which would have meant i would have missed that tournament and for me that was the biggest thing i had achieved uh, till that time um so you know after multiple diagnoses and after visiting multiple doctors and professionals uh, of that kind i eventually you know recovered uh, luckily didn't have to go and un- undergo surgery but it, it was definitely a nerve-wracking moment for me because i was very close to missing out that tournament but to get back in shape within a very less time uh, which the doctors hadn't anticipated and to practice and get that rehab done and the first time to go on grass and win it was exceptional so i think that challenge of uh, resilience okay. and mental grit uh, came then and it tested my patience and my family's patience as well and how much hunger we we wanted at that time definitely man definitely it was like a, a big challenge in your career i mean shoulder injury you go there you win it and definitely playing on a grass court for the first time that was also like one of the challenge i think yeah i mean it's a milestone in my career you know uh, i hadn't played on grass um, before that and just to go and wimbledon compete in an international tournament for the first time i think it laid a foundation for me to just go and pursue my dreams and then you know go on to the international circuit with a lot of confidence having played at wimbledon and won there and have my name uh, posted on the wall so i think it was a great step for me and it was a great opportunity given to me by uh, by the wimbledon organizers to you know just go there and express myself I'm very thankful for that moment and I think um, that was the biggest challenge I've had as a, as a junior because the challenges I've mentioned to to face them when you're 13 14 yeah. is it's pretty tough but that that just showed that what I was capable of able to have that sort of mindset and that sort of attitude at such a young age I mean hats off to you man so uh, what are you currently working on for the future that you see for yourself look i mean i'm uh, i'm still in college i got one more year to le- uh, left uh, to graduate uh, you know i'm i'm making that transition okay. from junior tennis to men's tennis so obviously more than the tennis it's a lot of physical involvement uh, which needs to be done to go and compete with the men's because now it's open category um i just have to be physically strong and you know just get my game in shape um so i'm once i'm out of college and go full time uh, pro which i am still doing um so i think i'm getting ready for that i'm preparing myself uh, for the yeah. biggest stage and and places where i can make the biggest jumps i i want to climb the ladder in the rankings as fast as i can i think um, especially in the men's circuit the biggest transition i need to make is on my fitness and physical abilities because I definitely feel I have the game to get there. Uh it just if everything falls in the right place and if I'm disciplined enough to maintain uh the same routine again and again and if I have the same hunger as right now I think uh, I should go on the right path. Definitely man you'll have it. We know that for <laughs> sure. So uh, uh what makes one a good player when it comes to tennis? 
look i think i think tennis is one of the toughest sports i've seen uh but i think to be good at tennis it requires a lot of discipline hard work because tennis involves a lot of muscles if not all the muscles in your body so i think you have to be on top of your uh, physical health to be to be at the top of the game um so i think tennis is very demanding uh, body wise it requires a lot of hard work dedication and patience uh, results don't come in easy you have to play week in and week out and you have to be patient to get the results uh, you cannot judge yourself uh, with the very limited time but i think if you have the passion for the game i think you can do miracles because tennis court is somewhere where you know tennis is not played in one way like other sports you know there are so many different players with so many different abilities different right, techniques right. different tactical mindsets i think you have to understand yourself as a player and be able to go out there and express yourself i think uh, overall you just have to be a very very tough minded guy i think tennis is very mental more than it uh, more than it looks definitely man being a individual sport you need to have that kind of toughness with you like so anytime uh, anything can happen with you and you should be that strong enough to take it for sure for sure so uh We are on our fifth question, so I would like to ask if there's any quote or philosophy you live by. Uh, I I don't follow one quote or philosophy, but, but you know there's different different philosophies I go with. I look at different players. Um, but one quote that sticks to me is something Bavrinka okay. has on his hand: "Ever tried, ever failed, no matter, fail again, fail better." I think um, that that quote just reminds you every time you're on the court that this is not the last time you're going to play a tennis match, and I think uh, that quote also pushes you harder to not repeat the mistakes you've been making. So I think it's constant improvement and something which I hold very dear to me because I've been playing tennis for more than ten years now. I've seen many uh, losses, many wins, and that definitely doesn't define anyone's career. So I think that is something I live by. I think I just try to improve day by day, every match. Try not to make the same mistakes. Try. Try to get better uh, every match, and I think uh, you see improvement like that every day. And somewhere you can measure your progress. Definitely, man, and we can see that in you. Like uh, that quote really reflects what how you behave on and off the ground. Definitely, man. <laughs> yeah. So this is really inspiring. Like I'm sure now after listening to this episode, we are definitely going to see more children play tennis in every gully. This is so inspiring. <laughs> Definitely. No, I mean, I mean, it's good. Uh, you have this podcast set up. I, I hope this reaches to as many viewers as possible. I think that's the goal. Uh, you know, I just want to motivate people to pick up tennis, pick up a new sport. I think sport is a great culture. Everyone should go and pursue, if not professional, something that keeps you fit and healthy. And I think you'll have a great lifestyle. So I think I hope this podcast reaches a lot of uh, viewers and listeners, and I think it can inspire many. I agree to that completely. So uh, before we uh, put an end to this session, I personally mm-hmm. have few things to ask. Um, h- how's your routine? How do you manage everything? Look, I mean, I'm at the stage where I'm balancing both academics and um, tennis at the same time. I've, I'm I'm not someone who was just focused or left one aspect. Um, you know, so my routine is pretty much packed in the weekdays. I start the day waking up. around 6 6:30 i then i go to the gym i work for an hour there um so that gets my physical uh, routine going in the morning um then i have school uh, classes uh, i attend which go until early afternoon then i get some lunch and then i practice for 3 to 4 hours of tennis 
followed by some fitness if I still need to do any. And then I come back home in the evening. If there's any other studies left, I try to catch up on that because with tournaments you travel a lot, so you're always missing on something, some assignments and some kind of uh, that work. So I think it's a balance of both, which I like to do. Um, I know it's not easy with time and everything, but something I like to do, which pushes me hard. So I think the days are pretty much occupied with academics and tennis, and try to get as much recovery as I can in the night. Um, so. You know the weekdays are pretty occupied, and I leave uh, one day to myself on Sundays, uh, where I, I get try to get my body in shape, try to relax, and which motivates me to do the same thing week in and week out. Itna sab karna in such a short span, this is <laughs> really motivating for us, definitely. So, uh, like you said, uh, on Sundays you keep time for yourself. So. What do you do other than you know uh, playing tennis or uh, studying? What hobbies do you like? Dude, honestly, I try to catch up on sleep. I mean, uh, you know, as much as I can rest, it's good for me. You know, I'm super tired. I like to I like to spend time. I try to relax. But apart from that, I love catching up with friends and families because mostly I'm traveling, mostly I'm practicing. So whatever time I can get with family, friends is important to me. Uh, something which I hold very dear to. So. You know, if I can just chill with my friends and families, that that's that's great for me, and just it's, it recovers me. Uh, so personally, I I love playing other sports. I would still love playing cricket as a hobby, um, but you know, apart from that, typical Sunday just looks like uh, it's it's not much work. It's more like chill and spend time with family friends. Right, right. right. So uh, one last thing, yeah. which I'm most curious about. Mm-hmm. There must be a rush of girls in your DMs. Any incident that you would like to share with us? <laughs> there's been a lot. I think. I think. You know, I'm not trying to be cocky here, but there's 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 a few uh, not particular one I can spot on. It just it just how it goes. I mean, you you get DMs every time you try. <laughs> I don't know who you respond to. I don't know who you don't. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, nothing <laughs> super cringe till now. Uh, luckily, luckily, nothing super cringe till now. But yeah, it's on and off. It's on and off. <laughs> You've been lucky there, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> cool man. Th- this was a great session. Yeah, I me. Mean, no, thank you for having me. And, uh, perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. So we'll see you soon. Yeah. And let's. Uh, Once you come back to India, just give it a call, or you probably would come to our hometown. So we'll probably meet. For sure, for sure. I'll plan a trip before I go to the state. Uh, states. I might come to come to Nagar, and then you know we'll we'll try to catch up. Great man, great. Definitely man. Perfect. Bro. Thank See you. you then.